Hey, it's Mark Kay, and thanks so much for downloading the Mark Kay Show podcast. Did you know we have a second daily podcast called Mark Kay Saves the Republic? It, too, is available on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you can download podcasts on the Internet. Do it now. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark Kay for three hours a day. Love it! This is the Marquee Show. Oh, she's still hating on Donald Trump. Now she's got her own book tour. She must still have her blinders on because she's thinking we are all on board. But she got booted out of Congress by her own constituency. Such is the story of poor old Miss Cheney. <laughs> I love it. The story of poor old Liz Cheney, 855-940-MARK. And thank you so much to the talented Catriot who left us that open mic message. We got a lot of open mic messages today. You know why? 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 I'll tell you why. Because today is whatever you want Wednesday. And that means that whatever you want to talk about today, that's what we will be talking about today. On whatever you want Wednesday, we throw the script out the window. Okay, fun fact. There's actually never a script, and the windows don't open. That's just what they call theater of the mind. But we throw it out the window, and we say, hey, you know what? We're just going to open up the phones, and we're going to let the people talk. We're going to open, open up the phones, and we're going to say, hey, people, what's on your mind today? We don't, you know, we work four days out of the week. This is your day to tell us what you need, uh, what you want, what's on your mind, what you want to talk about. Uh, there are a couple, of course, big stories that we should probably mention the biggest just broke moments before we went on the air. And that is, of course, that uh, McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, has announced that he will be leaving the Congress of the United States of America. Uh, he said that he is, I guess, I guess done with being Speaker of the House, which, you know, was not his choice. And now he decided that he will be resigning from Congress at the end of the month, thus expanding the republic i'm sorry thus decreasing the republican minority by yet another vote first santos now mccarthy which uh, our good buddy matt gates <laughs> who our good buddy matt gates called mclevin when he retweeted the story uh here in uh, just a minute ago 855-940-MARK is our listen we'll get to it here we'll get to it here in just a minute but this is something this is a lot of sour grapes this is um a lot of it's good news and bad news. Again, it, it diminishes the majority in the House of Representatives for the Republicans, but it also clears out a couple of rhinos who maybe weren't uh, weren't doing the best of their ability to represent the people who put them in office in the first place. And Kevin McCarthy, he'd been embattled from day one as the speaker. He was embattled when we went 15 rounds to see if he could even become the speaker. He had to make serious, serious modifications to the rules so that he could even ascend to the uh, to the speakership and grab that gavel. And then nine months later, he was ousted by Matt Gates and others. Um, four more days later, uh, Mike Johnson, who is a much more conservative than Kevin McCarthy, which is, I mean, my shoe is much more conservative than Kevin McCarthy, took the helm. And now Kevin McCarthy is like, look, you know what? I don't want to be rank and file. I don't want to be just a rank and file representative. I don't want to just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I want to be in charge. And if I can't be in charge, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. And that's another reason probably why Kevin McCarthy was not the right man to be Speaker of the House. Clearly, he was there to garner as much power as he possibly could. And when that power was taken away from him, he up and decided enough was enough. 
I point to Jim Jordan, for example. Jim Jordan from uh, Ohio, right around the Dayton area where we have a lot of listeners because we are on WHIO every single day. Uh, Jim Jordan, it, he was supposed to be speaker. He had a lot of votes to be speaker. They went back and forth. He went out there and he campaigned. And uh, a lot of representatives, about 22 of them, said, we don't like you. You're too conservative, and you're also the choice of Matt Gates. Our own representative, hopefully not for too much longer, John Rutherford, said, in fact, on this show, I'm not voting for Jim Jordan just because I don't want Matt Gates to win. And Jim Jordan said, okay, fine, you know what? I'm not going to be speaker, but I'm not leaving. I'm just going to go back. I'm going to chair my Judiciary Committee. I'm going to go after Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and the rest of them, and I'm going to serve the people of Ohio because that's what I was elected to do. Kevin McCarthy thought he wanted to be Speaker of the House. And if he can't be Speaker of the House, he doesn't even want to be in the House. And he doesn't even want to finish out his term. How much, what, what kind of a, what kind of a D-bag leaves in the middle of his term? I mean, I know what kind. It's Kevin, uh, it's Kevin McCarthy. Uh, he will be leaving at the end of the month, a full almost year before the end of his term. What does that mean? Well, it means that seat's going to sit open because he's a California Republican, and that means Gavin Newsom would have to make some moves to uh, to try to fill it. But if you've got an impeachment vote for, if you've got an impeachment vote, uh, rather, for Joe Biden coming up, you're going to be yet another vote short because the cannibalistic Republicans in the House of Representatives ousted Santos, and now they're losing Kevin McCarthy as well. 855-940-MARK is our number. In other news... There's a debate tonight. I know. I forgot, too. Uh, there's a debate tonight. It's being hosted by Megyn Kelly and a couple other women. And uh, it's uh, there's four candidates, I think, that are left. Chris Christie, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, and our own governor here in Florida, Ron DeSantis. They'll be taking the stage. A, a coin toss whether or not I'm going to be watching. I'm going to go with probably not at this moment, unless literally nothing better uh, comes up. Um, but last night, there was a town hall meeting with the one presidential candidate for the Republican primary who won't be at the debate, hasn't been at any of the debates, and turns out was a really great campaign strategy because he is super dominating all of these other folks who are going to be in Alabama today uh, trading barbs with Megyn Kelly. And that is a former president, Donald Trump, the 45th and hopefully 47th president of the United States of America. He was on with our buddy Sean Hannity. And Sean Hannity asked him right out of the gate, look, there's a lot of media reports. Liz Cheney's on her book tour. She's out there saying you're going to be a dictator. She's out there saying you're going to take power and you're never going to give it up. She's out there saying, all. what do you want to say to that? I want to go back to this one issue, though, because the media has been focused on this and attacking you yeah. under no circumstances. You are promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Except Look, for he's going crazy. Except for day one. Except for day one. Except for day one. On day one, there would be. On day one, there would be retribution. On day one, there would be power. On day one, there would be something going on that Donald Trump says would make him seem like a dictator. What would that be? I want to close the border and I want to drill. That's drill, not a that's, drill. That's not. No, no. That's not retribution. I got. I'm going to be. I'm going to be, you know, he keeps, I love this guy. He says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. We're closing the border and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. After that, I'm not a dictator. So that, okay. that Oh, yeah, after day one, I'm going to drill, drill, drill. We're going to close, 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 and that's it. And then I won't be a dictator anymore. And, of course, Sean Hannity's talking. He's got a great line, and Sean Hannity's talking over him the entire, uh, the entire time. But then he asked him another question. He said, look, what about your competition? 
What about Joe Biden? Do you think Joe Biden is even going to be the one in charge? Do you think in 11 months he will be their candidate? I personally don't think he makes it. Personally, don't think he makes it. I personally don't. That's the first time he ever said, personally, uh, I don't think he makes it. And what happens is when he says, personally, I don't think he makes it, uh, the crowd goes wild because they're finally getting something from uh, Don, uh, Donald Trump that they never got before. You remember when he said, I'd like to take him behind the barn. If he took me behind the barn and I went like this, <laughs> I believe he'd fall over. I believe he'd fall over. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Hey, who knows if he would fall? You blow it, Joe Biden. <laughs> And he's gone. But Donald Trump said, look, the problem isn't even really crazy old demented Joe Biden and his and his weirdo ways. The problem is really the people that surround him. I will say this. He's got vicious people surrounding him around that beautiful Oval Office. There are people in that Oval Ooh. Office that are evil people, bad people, smart people, young, vicious. They're communists and they're bad yeah, they're bad, bad communists. They're vicious people, and they surround Joe Biden. They're making all the decisions, and they're the ones who are in charge. And Joe Biden's just stumbling and bumbling and all this stuff through his life, and nothing is changing. Nothing is happening. And what happens is uh, these people who are running the Oval Office, these people who are in the administration, they are the ones— they are the ones who are basically uh, running the show. And Joe Biden has no clue. He doesn't even know where he is half the time, as Donald Trump pointed out. And not look, Joe Biden, if he were running the show, might not be the worst president in the world. But because he has these young, vicious, angry, bad, smart, socialist, communist, left wing lunatics doing everything he should be doing. That's why we're in this pickle. So Sean Hannity said, well, look, if you have Joe Biden, who is not going to be the nominee who is going to be the nominee who do you think you are going to run against and that's when donald trump said what everybody else was already thinking well i saw one person on who i actually had a very good relationship with but i'm sure that it would end very quickly i saw him in your debate the other night and he's slick but he's got no facts you know he's got no facts uh i thought he did well considering you're talking about gavin Newsom. yeah considering that he didn't have the facts. I thought he did well. You know, he said, <laughs> we have the lowest taxes in the country. We have the cleanest streets in the country. We're... And I'm saying, wait a minute, is he talking about the same place? <laughs> so he'd certainly be one. I guess they say that Kamala would be uh, the one, the odds to be. Kamala, boo, we don't like any of them. Uh, but Donald Trump is making the prediction openly and honestly that Joe Biden's not going to make it to 2024. He's not going to make it to the election and that Gavin Newsom will probably be the choice, even though Kamala Harris is the one that they would have to install based on basically, you know, fair treatment, based on the whole next in line. You know, who's next in line? Kamala Harris. OK, great. Bring her on in. That may not be the case because nobody likes Kamala either. Remember the other day we played you that clip from that guy who's uh, Mark Fisher. He's one of the he's one of the founders of BLM in Rhode Island. And he said this because everybody else sucks. Yeah, that's why he's supporting Donald Trump. And he said he didn't like Kamala Harris either. He wouldn't support her either. I've disdained for him. And, and, and I, I really dislike the vice president as well. 855 940 Mark is the number. 855 940 6275 is our number. Now, here's the dealio. If you have. Uh, if you have Gavin Newsom replacing Donald Trump, which we think may happen because, look, even Joe Biden himself, Trump was right. Joe Biden himself came out and said he was at a fundraiser. Think about this. 
Think about this. You're at a fundraiser. You're in Massachusetts, and you're talking to people who you believe are going to give you money, who you want to give you money. You want these people to give you money so that you can run for president, and you stand up in front of them and say, you know what? If Trump wasn't running, I'm not sure I'd be running. That's what Joe Biden said in a fundraising event for his 2024 campaign outside of Boston this past weekend. We cannot let him win. So Joe Biden says the only reason he's running is not to finish what he started. The only reason he's running is not because there's more of his agenda that he would like to install for the American people. The only reason he's running isn't to protect us from our adversaries and our enemies. The only reason he's not even running because he wants to run. He don't even want, nobody wants Joe Biden to run, and Joe Biden doesn't either. The only time, he, the only reason why Joe Biden says he is running for office is because Donald Trump is running for office, and we can't let him win. I ask you, is that somebody who you have confidence in? Is that somebody who you think is going to be able to run away with the election in a, in a handed manner? Probably not. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. I so we've got whatever you want Wednesday this entire day, except, of course, we are going to break down for a little while when we bring in our K's kid. It's the 12 days of Christmas, and it is day number, let's see, one, two, three, day number five today, which is very exciting. Uh, day number five for our K's kids celebration. We have another child who we're going to, we're going to hear their story of inspirational uh, overcoming of odds, hopefully, and then we're going to give them an, a dream gift and see their reaction and hopefully that really puts you in the christmas spirit in addition to that which is very exciting um we have uh, all of your phone calls all of your open mic messages anything at all you wanted to say we're going to let you say it because again today the proverbial script has been thrown out of the proverbial window that doesn't open and also the script doesn't exist 855-940-MARK don't go anywhere folks stay right where you are we will be right back This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thank you so much for joining us today, folks. We are so, so excited that you're here. Joe Biden is the worst president in the history of the United States. Uh, you can't argue with any point of that uh, particular open mic. We'll get more into that here in just a minute. And I want to get back to Trump saying he's going to be a dictator from day one. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. All right, uh, let's go to Susie in Middleburg to kick off whatever you want Wednesday today. Hello, Susie, how are you? How are you doing today, Mark? I'm doing swell, Susie. It's whatever you want Wednesday. It's one of my favorite days of the week. The question is, how are you doing? I'm doing real good, thank you. Oh, good, oh, good. Listen, Susie, I got your message about potentially coming in and uh, filling in for Hannah one day while she's on maternity leave. So you cleared it with your your folks. Is that right? Your people are good with it. Yeah, my 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 people uh, um, called me right away and says, why didn't you say hell yeah? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? I like that. You don't ever want to be too eager to jump into a situation. You want to make sure you weigh the pros and cons. And, uh, you know, I appreciate I tried to do the same thing as well. So so let me ask you again, and maybe we can get a different answer. Susie, would you like to come in sometime in January and fill in for Hannah? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah that's great news. That is great. I'm very, very excited to hear that. Uh, Susie, anything else you wanted to say today? Well, I think you ought to do a town hall. You think I had to do a town hall? Yes, and and we'll find somebody that you can 
Um, <laughs> find somebody that wants to come on the show. You, so yeah. you wait when you say a town hall, you mean I should interview somebody who's running for an important office? Okay, yeah. Oh, or did you mean something else? No, no, that that would be fine. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, we um we did something similar a while back, uh, and then we, something happened, and we decided never to do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually what happens. If we do something the first time and it goes really well, we'll do it over and over. If we do something the first time and it goes to crap, we usually just abandon it forever. Um, but, Susie, is there anything else you wanted to say today? Guess what day it is. What day is it? I look forward to having you in studio, Susie. I, do, I really do. And maybe when you get here, we'll powwow on that on that Mark K Show town hall that you want to put together. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275 is the number if you want to get through. It is whatever you want Wednesday today. So if you have information or ideas about something we should do on the show that we haven't done before, if you have a question or a comment about Kevin McCarthy leaving office or Donald Trump promising to be a dictator on day one, and what was it? We're closing the border, and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. That's, that could be the best campaign slogan I've heard since we're going to build a wall and Mexico's going to pay for it. 855-940-MARK. Your phone calls next on The Mark K Show. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Marquee Show. I want to go back to this one issue, though, because the media has been focused on this and attacking you yeah. under no circumstances. You are promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Except Look, for? He's going crazy. Except for day one. Yeah, day one. What would Donald Trump do on day one back in office? Well, he's got the perfect plan, folks. I want to close the border and I want to drill. That's drill, not a that's, drill. That's not no, no. that's not retribution. I got I'm it. gonna be I'm gonna be, you know, he keeps I love this guy. He says, You're not gonna be a dictator, are you? I said, No, 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 other than day one. We're closing the border. And we're drilling, drilling, drilling. After that, I'm not a dictator. So that, after that, I'm not a dictator. Sean Haney, stop, stop walking all over Donald Trump's great sound bites. We're going to close the border and we're going to drill, drill, drill. That's it, lady. That's all you need to know. That's the dichotomy. That's the foil. That's the difference between the Democrats and Donald Trump. Donald Trump is going to close the border and drill, drill, drill. The Democrats are going to legalize abortion anywhere, anytime, anyplace for anybody and send all of your money to Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. That's, how do you not? How do you even have an election? How is that even a comparison? Close the border and drill, drill, drill. Make sure that crime goes down. Fentanyl pouring into this country is diminished. Make sure that the overcrowding on the streets is done. Make sure that there's no more terrorists who are sneaking across our southern border coming into this country to do dastardly deeds to us, like, you know, killing us and stuff. Isn't that a great platform? What about drilling and drilling and drilling so that we have more oil, more jobs, more energy? We can sell it to other countries. We can make more money. And, of course, the price of our own oil will go down. Plus, we can go back to that much depleted strategic oil reserve and, you know, strategically reserve oil. Because Donald Trump has the best campaign promises since build the wall. We're closing the border 
and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. That's all you need to know. Keep it simple. Keep it simple, Donald. Kissed is what they call it. Uh, you just, you drill, drill, drill. Close the border. Drill, drill, drill. Close the border. Drill, drill, drill. That's all you need to know. And on day one, he'll be a dictator, uh, but not after that. Just day one, which, by the way, gave me a fantastic idea for a T-shirt. And we have our designers. I told them about by before the end of the show, I want the T-shirt ready to go. The Mark K Show design team is at uh, Katriot HQ right now, and they are trying to put together a Donald Trump day one dictator shirt that we can begin selling to you before the end of the show. Because the day one, this is not the last time you're going to hear this. Donald Trump claiming that he's going to be a dictator on day one, if it hasn't already been grabbed by every single left-wing lunatic and, and media personality, uh, it will be before the day is out. Uh, Donald Trump vows to be dictator. Don this is all Liz Cheney's been talking about for weeks now. It's all her book is about. It's all she's been appearing on the TV talk shows for. The day one dictator. That is exactly, uh, that is exactly uh, what Donald Trump claimed to be. Tongue-in-cheek, maybe, maybe. As Sean Hannity was trying to point out, that's not actually being a dictator. That's just using the power that's granted to you by the American people. And man, aren't there a lot of American people out there going, you know, the guy's got a point. We should probably close the border. We should probably drill, drill, drill. And if we do those two things, America might be great again, especially since Joe Biden is the alternative. And that dude doesn't even, that dude wouldn't even run if Donald Trump weren't running. 855-940-MARK is our number. This is uh, whatever you want Wednesday. So we're going to go back to the phones. If there's something you'd like to say or comment or do or talk about or whatevs, 855-940-MARK is that number. We begin that with Agent Schmuckatelli. Hello, Agent Schmuckatelli. How are you? Uh, a little disturbed, Mark. Oh, yeah? What's, uh, what's hearing the former president talked about being a dictator on the first day. What kind of individual will actually sit down on the first day or the first week and undo everything his predecessor does? It's, it's unconscionable. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that's right. He wouldn't be the only president. He wouldn't be the only president to make that promise. Well, now, or at least now you're, trying to, you're trying to confuse people with, uh, you're trying to confuse, confuse your audience with facts, Mark. We, we don't like that. My uh, audience is not easily confused, Agent Schmuckatelli, as you know. And uh, you're right. I apologize. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that. Right. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. Yeah, wasn't it Joe Biden who on day one put his hand on the on the Bible, took the oath of office, which was basically a big lie, went back and signed like 47 executive orders or 48. I don't even remember how many it was. It was so many. He signed all those executive orders and each and every one of them, all they did was undo something Donald Trump had already done. All they did was undo the great things that Donald Trump brought forth onto this nation so that he could, I don't know, start from scratch in a world that nobody wanted. It's interesting. It, you know what? It really makes Donald Trump's job easy. What what Joe Biden did on his, day one of his presidency, what Joe Biden was able to do, what he was able to accomplish, was only to set up Donald Trump's return. Because as soon as he undid every fantastic policy that made America great again, as soon as he put in place every one of his his Biden administration agenda items, which, uh, which reversed Donald Trump's uh, plan to make America a powerhouse nation, put more money into your pocket, make you feel safer, as soon as all that happened... Man, Donald Trump just had to say, hey, guys, um, I'm just going to come back and do it all again. Cool. And everyone's like, yeah, please, God, please, God, get the foot off of our heads. We're drowning under here. 855-940-MARK is our number. David is in South Carolina. Hello, David. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show and happy whatever you want Wednesday. Whatever do you want to talk about today, David? Uh, yes, I remember uh, when you were talking about Liz Scott uh, opening up an investigation on the uh, College Bowl Committee about eliminating an undefeated team 
uh, Florida State University from the college playoffs. Yeah, that was a big, that was a big, um, it, it a remember, big story this I weekend. Remember, yeah, it, it, uh, I remember that uh, Barack Obama, he didn't come up with that idea, but he used his populist platform on national television, uh, both 60 Minutes and Headline News, to promote the idea that there should be a college bowl playoff system. Yeah. And uh, wouldn't you know it, there is one. And um, he then uh, went to a college, and he uh, uh, spoke in front, and there's a video of this on YouTube, uh, he spoke in front of a, a college audience, you know, patting himself on the back. Yeah, that's me. Uh, that's not my idea, but I'm the one that made it possible. So um, yeah, I'm think literally was, thinking that, it, that, I, that it's politically motivated. I think it was Ohio State, wasn't it? That he said, thank, he said, you're welcome. He said, you're welcome, Ohio State, because... Uh, it was Ohio State? Okay, yes, he, he did say that. I, but listen, so, if, I, uh, if I'm wrong, there's a lot of people in Ohio who are going to call me and tell me I'm wrong. Um, but I think that's what it was. Yeah, he always pushed for that kind of system. He was big into the college bowl games. He paid a lot of attention to... You pay a lot of attention to all that kind of stuff, um, but anyway, there. It, look, in the end, if you if you look at it, what you have to look, what you have to realize is that uh, anything that goes wrong in this country, you can blame a Democrat for. Eight five five nine four zero mark is our number. Eight five five nine four zero six two seven five. And and look, Senator Scott is pushing forward with that plan. He's already demanded the emails and the text messages and any documentation and any recordings. He's already going there. He wants them to give every shred of evidence they have to his committee to him so that he can investigate because look along with the fact that this is not any this is so out of the ordinary there is a revenue issue everyone everything always comes down to money everything always comes down to money and if if florida state university is going to lose out on money if the acc is going to lose out on money and if the good people of the state of florida of whom i'm very fond uh lose money well then someone's getting it and that somebody is alabama so there should be some kind of investigation as to why one school was chosen, one state was chosen, one conference was chosen for this financial windfall, and the other was not. 855-940-MARK uh, is our number. Thanks so much for the call. Roger is in Yulee. What's up, Roger? How are you? Hey, I'm fine. How are you today, sir? Oh, doing great. Thanks so much for asking. What's on your mind, sir? What do you want to say this whatever you want Wednesday? Well, this it's kind of what's Trump going into the 2024 election, and like, kind of like he did in 2016. Um, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but coming up in the 2024, um, if say if he, well, let me back up a little bit. I'm starting to get a lot of information. I see. I don't know if it's true. Maybe you can correct that. A lot of Republicans up in D.C. are stepping down. They're not going to finish out their careers, yeah. which is either going to lead to a special election or an irregular election in 2026. Um, much like in 2016, nobody thought that Trump would get elected. In 2018, a lot of Republicans had abandoned their post. I honestly think they were forced out or paid out. The Democrats took over the House and the Senate. Trump wasn't able to do anything because he wasn't getting a backing from either side, meaning the Democrats in the House or the Senate, because, you know, they despise him. And I'm kind of wondering if we're going down that same path again, where they're thinking that if Trump gets elected, because they're starting to see a lot of the black and Hispanic community turn towards Trump, and they want him in president. And I think that the Democrats are getting a little nervous. So these Republicans that are stepping down now, if their seats become filled with Democrats, do you think that he's going to be up against the same opposition of not having the Republicans control the Senate yeah. or the House? Right, Roger, and not being able to do anything. It's a, listen, it's a valid concern. It's a valid point. And you're right. Kevin McCarthy just announced that he's not only not seeking reelection, he's retiring early. 
Uh, U.S. Representative Kevin McCarthy retires. It's no surprise. Everyone thought it would happen. He became the first Speaker of the House to be ousted by a vote of the chamber. And he's like, screw y'all. I'm out. Um, so he leaves. But he's 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 a California Republican, which means that it's going to be very difficult to find a, a an America first, liberty, love and freedom defending patriotic Republican to replace him. Um, what happens also is, as you as you pointed out, there's going to be, uh, you know, there's going to be either a special election, that kind of thing. But there will have to be an election regardless in 2024, which means whoever fills the seat is there for a limited amount of time. Uh, there's they're already they're already going across California trying to figure out who the best person would be. Um, but what happens is the person who gets the job will have a a leg up on anyone else who's running in the general election in 2024. And that's why you have to believe there's some backwood backroom dealings going on. That's why you'd have to Kevin McCarthy, he's not going to do anything that doesn't uh that doesn't add a little bit of a little bit of agitas to the uh, current Congress when he leaves. He's furious. Don't think he's not. He's fuming mad. He's fuming mad that he's not still speaker. He's fuming mad that this whole career didn't end up the way he thought he would. He's fuming mad at the Republicans, especially the conservative caucus led by Matt Gates and others. And he is going to do anything he can to just kick them all in the teeth on the way out the door. Uh, Patrick McHenry, as you mentioned, we, uh, we mentioned yesterday, is also leaving. And anytime there's a mass exodus in Congress, that is an opening, that is 100% an opening for the other party to come in and fill those voids. And it happened to Donald Trump two years after Donald Trump was president, really a year after Donald Trump was president. You had Trey Gowdy and a whole bunch of these other clowns. They all dipped out. They all said, I don't like Donald Trump. I don't like Donald Trump. I don't want to serve with Donald Trump. Paul Ryan was another one. They were like, I, there's, we're done. We're out. We, this is not the Republican Party we knew. And not only did their negative endorsement of Donald Trump hurt the Republican Party, it handed the Democrats the control of the House of Representatives, which led us down the road to these multiple phony impeachments. And it, this time, it seems to be happening before Donald Trump even wins. They're not even waiting for the midterms, these people are looking around going, Donald Trump's fingerprints are all over this Congress. You got Matt Gates, you got Nancy Grace, you got, you know, all these, you got uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, you got all these, all these people who love America and want to serve its citizens and, and don't want to send money out to Ukraine or Israel and want to close the border and want to impeach Joe Biden for the crimes he's committed, as well as Alejandro Mayorkas for his, his crimes against humanity. All these crazy Republicans that want to put these conservative agenda items into practice. I can't stand it. I'm leaving even before Donald Trump wins. And yes, it does make it difficult in 2024 for the House of Representatives to maintain their majority. But I don't think Kevin McCarthy cares. In fact, I think he wants the Republicans to lose their majority because Kevin McCarthy never actually put America first. He put Kevin McCarthy first. And this, I think, proves that point everybody 855-940-MARK is our number 855-940-6275 listen we're going to take a quick break we're going to line up more of your phone calls so if you got something you want to say give us a buzz 855-940-MARK you can also leave us an open mic message super easy to do go to your uh, Katriot Radio Network radio station that you're listening to right now download their mobile app and then just to hit us up uh, hit record send it in we'll get it on the air don't go anywhere more Mark K show coming up right after this this is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-9406. Man, they did it, man. They were quick. Those elves in the Mark K Show warehouse are super fast. Our designers, 
put together what I think is a fantabulous design for the Trump 2024 day one dictator shirt. Donald Trump told Sean Hannity, I will be a dictator, but only on day one. So uh, using the help of our artificial intelligence, which is a lot smarter than our actual intelligence, BT dubs. Sorry, Keith. Uh, we put together a fantastic image. Trump 2024, day one, him taking back control of America, closing the border and drilling, drilling, drilling. Uh, that's what he promised. And you can uh, you can see that. T In fact, you know what we've done? We've created not only T-shirts and sweatshirts and long sleeve shirts. Uh, we also have our capron with the uh, Trump uh, dictator day one design on it. And also, you know, since we have a baby now, I mean, we're not we, but there's a baby involved. One of us has a, uh, Hannah had a baby. We also designed a baby onesie because I know there's been call for that in the past. And I know there's going to be a lot more call for that in the present and probably the future. You can go to markkshop.com right now, markkshop.com. And that's where you can find the Trump dictator day one line of uh, gar of, uh, of merchandise. 855-940-MARK is our number. Chris is in Dayton, Ohio. Hello, Chris. How are you? I am fine. Oh, good. You don't hey, sound fine, Chris. <clears throat> I had to clear my throat a little oh, bit. Yeah, I got it. Okay, no problem, DJ. I, cool. What's this, on your mind? This is kind of... This is kind of old news, but uh, I thought of this uh, since day one, and I thought I'd give you a call. A new nursery rhyme for you. Joe and Jill left the hill to ride a bicycle. Joe fell down and broke his crown, and Jill said, I'd have been better off with Jack. That was very, that's very, you know, that's so funny. There's a lot of Joe. In fact, my son wrote me a Joe Biden joke today, which I told him I was going to steal and use as my own. But I guess I just, I just, I guess I just ruined that by telling you that he said to me, he said to me, he said, uh, Joe Biden is so old. And I wrote back, how old is he? And he wrote me, he's so old. His friends say he's ye old, <laughs> which I thought, you know, and then you spell old with an E on the, that's how it, they spells old with an E on the end. That's how old. That's how old Joe Biden is. 855-940-MARK is our number. Mike is in Dayton, Ohio. Hello, Mike. How's it going? It's going great, Mark. How about you? Oh, doing swell, Mike. Thanks so much for asking. What's on your mind today? This whatever you want Wednesday. Whatever did you want to talk about, sir? So I don't know if I'm missing something here or, or what, but this whole thing about them trying to get rid of gas stoves, why, why do you think they're targeting stoves? You know, instead of like AES and the gas companies that provide the heat for our homes, I mean, do they plan on doing away with all that, too? And, uh, you know, gas appliances, propane for your, you know, for your grill, everything. Yeah. Uh, the uh, average cost for a, for a furnace alone is, you know, $10,000. Are they going to reimburse and pay oh, for people to? Dude, don't, don't even, I just have to replace two, count them, two heating units, gas packs in my house because neither of them worked and it dipped down to 32 degrees here in Florida. Listen, the short answer is because they crazy. The long answer is the stoves are just the first part. They're the easiest. It's easier for you to rip out your gas stove and replace it with an electric stove, as you pointed out, than it is your entire central heating unit. Uh, but don't think that everything else isn't coming next. They're attacking. Remember, John Kerry just flew on his private jet. Pardon me his wife's private jet all the way to Dubai to tell everybody there'll be no more coal plants. 
not only are we not building new ones, we're going to shut down the other ones. And the gas stoves are gone and the gas uh, burning vehicles are gone. Elon Musk is working overtime on getting cyber trucks for everybody because if they have their druthers, they are going to shut it all down um, with, if Joe Biden gets four more years. Another great reason to vote for Donald Trump because not only will he shut down the border, he's going to drill, drill, drill when he becomes a dictator on day one. Incidentally, your Dictator Day One shirt's now available at markkshop.com. We will be right back. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark K. If you're looking for a Hannah sit-in in January, your favorite libertarian would love the opportunity to be Hannah for a day. Oh, the Dockery wants to say, you know what? It, 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 ever since yesterday when we had uh, when we had our buddy Mark, who's on our Catriot Wall of Excellence, or will be shortly, uh, one of our Catriots of Excellence made the trip down from Virginia, the Commonwealth of, to hang out. Him and his dad, they had a nice little bonding experience. And they came down and they, and as golden ticket winners, they were able to tour my own personal chocolate factory, Wonka style. Um, although I believe it's much sweeter here than it is in uh, Charlie's. Uh, Charlie and or Willy Wonka's Chocolate Emporium. Anyway, uh, but they were here yesterday and we had Mark sit in and ever since, and he did a fantastic job, did a great, I don't know if he's listening right now, but he was a natural. We had him fill in for Hannah and he he said here, hello, which she tends to do when we play uh, before and after and he did, a, he did a bang up job. And ever since then, the floodgates have opened. People have been like, you know what? I really think I'd like to do that. And D Dockery being... One of the uh, one of the latest D Dockery, also a Catriot of excellence. So we may um, we may do that. We may look at our Catriot wall of excellence and see if there's any local uh, local uh, you know Catriots who'd like to come in and fill. In fact, I was uh, I was brainstorming by myself earlier today, and I came up with a concept that I wrote to Hannah about. Because uh, I know she's coming back sometime in January. She had originally pinpointed January 25th as her return to the Mark K show following her maternity leave. Uh, that's a Thursday. And I was like, why are you coming back? on That's a weird day to come. I just want to come back the following Monday. But anyway, we'll figure it out. And then I was thinking we do like a, a countdown and then, and then bring in some people and some guest hosts through January. And as a as a cute and catchy way to brand it, I was thinking we should call it Hannahuary. Huh? Huh? Right? Right? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Hannahuary. So maybe starting, because we're off on vacation, of course, and then when we come back on the second, maybe we'll kick off Hannahuary and have some, uh, some, some, you know, people come in and pretend to be Hannah uh, for a couple days as we count down to her inevitable return. 855-940-MARK is our number. More on that coming up and more of your phone calls too. But before we get back to whatever you want Wednesday, before we get back to the bevy of uh, people who would like to say something, there is a couple stories that I did need, I felt that I needed to cover. And I know what you're thinking. Why do we need to talk about Taylor Swift? Well, it's important because Taylor Swift uh, it has been named Times Person of the Year. And there's some confusion as to whether this is her first appearance as Times Person of the Year or whether it's her second. And technically, it is her second. In 2017, yeah, in 2017, time got cute. Sometimes they pick a person of the year. Sometimes they don't pick a person of the year. What they do is they pick a group of individuals. For example, in 2018, it was The Guardians. 
journalists who faced persecution, arrest, or murder for their reporting. Uh, in, in 2002, it was the whistleblowers as a cumulative group represented by Cynthia Cooper and Colleen Rowley and uh, all of the, the people who uh, un uncovered the accounting irregularities at Enron. And then we're, uh, we're uh, testifying before Congress as whistleblowers. And in 2017, it was the silence breakers, breakers, breakers. Those are people who spoke out against sexual abuse and harassment, including uh, members of the Me Too movement. Ashley Judd, for example, uh, Susan Fowler, and singer-songwriter Taylor Swift. There was a woman on the cover, I don't, you, may, you may remember, she wished to remain anonymous, so her face was hidden from view. You couldn't see her, but you could see everyone else. So Taylor Swift was on the cover as, as part of the, the cumulative group, the Silence Breakers. But now, fast forward to 2023, and Taylor Swift has a solo performance as Person of the Year. She graces the cover of Time Magazine's Person of the Year. She has a big article representing why she's uh, Person of the Year. I'm going to be honest with you. Time Magazine lost me when they picked Greta Thunberg <laughs> in, 2000 and, uh, in 2019. When they were, I was like, Greta Thunberg, of all the people, is the Person of the Year? And then I was just like, that's it. I'm out. How dare you? I mean, I'm sorry. What really, what really did you do to warrant that kind of, that kind of, uh, that kind of you know, uh, I guess you would say uh, publicity. Um, but Taylor Swift is an interesting choice. And a lot of people on the X and a lot of people who are in, who've been following along and a lot of people who realize that Taylor Swift, you know, is no longer just a musical phenomenon, is no longer just a pop princess, but has become part of the, the political spectrum as well. Uh, realize that this should not be shocking to anybody. Because Joe Biden is running for president, we believe, even though he said earlier, if it were up to, if Donald Trump were running, hell, I wouldn't be either. Uh, but Joe Biden is currently still running for president. A lot of people don't think he's going to make it. But they need they need some powerhouse pop figures to really drive the youth vote in this country. And who's a bigger pop figure than Taylor Swift? Uh, part of the article says, while her popularity has grown across the decades, this is the year that Swift, who's 33 years old, achieved a kind of nuclear fission, shooting art and commerce together to release an energy of historic force. She is also a symbol of generational change. Uh, and uh, we need to recognize her success. They go on to say that in 2023, world leaders and mayors competed to bring her monumentally successful eras tour to their jurisdictions. She's a feature of American soft power. A U.S. diplomat told me how meaningful it was to get Swift to agree to play in his host country. And we know that she has a Midas touch, improving the fortunes of every place she visits and businesses she celebrates. Just ask the NFL about its millions of new fans. Or your Secretary of State, tens of thousands of fans registered to vote after she encouraged them on Instagram, spiking visits to vote.com. Org. Now, these are two important things because, number one, the NFL has sold a lot more Kansas City Chiefs jerseys. And I'm going to be honest with you, they didn't really need any help selling those Kansas City uh, Chiefs jerseys. But they've sold a lot more Kansas City Chiefs jerseys ever since she started dating Ka uh, Travis Kelsey, the famed two-time world uh, champion Super Bowl ring-wearing tight end for Kansas City. And Travis Kelsey 
Now, it's an interesting romance. Think about this. And for those of you that are conspiracy theorists and you're thinking it's not Thursday, just, I, beyond the conspiracy theory, just think about how convenient this is going into an election year. Travis Kelsey is the kind of guy who will play ball. Not just football, but really any kind of ball. In fact, he has been deemed by his fellow NFL superstar, um, uh, Aaron Rodgers from the Green Bay Packers, formerly now of the Jets, or really now of just sitting on his couch healing because he hasn't played. He only played one snap this season. Anyway, Aaron Rodgers has deemed or dubbed Travis Kelsey Mr. Pfizer because Travis Kelsey is highly paid by Pfizer to appear in their ads to inspire people to get the COVID vaccine. In fact, there's a new ad that's still running all the time featuring Travis Kelsey, boyfriend of Taylor Swift, getting not one vaccine, but two, because they want you to know that when you go in for your flu shot, you can also get your new COVID shot. Travis, did you know you can get this season's COVID-19 shot when you get your flu shot? Oh, two things at once. Two things at once. Two things at once. And then he's fantasizing about all these great things he can do at, at like two things. Like he's mowing the lawn and he has a grill on his lawnmower so he can grill wieners. You know, so he's grilling wieners and he's mowing his lawn, which, by the way, I doubt Travis Kelsey does either of those things on his own. I'm pretty sure that he has somebody to mow his lawn. And I also think I don't know that he's out there grilling his own weenies. I'm sure he has a weenie griller. I mean, when you make that much money in the NFL or anywhere, you can hire someone to do that. Or maybe you just, you know, you have a personal chef or something because you have dietary restrictions. I don't even I don't even know what goes on in his house. But think about it. How convenient is it that Taylor Swift, who is Time Magazine's person of the year, just happens to be dating, just happens to be dating the one NFL football player who is a pitch man for Pfizer. So now, as you head into Joe Biden's most difficult election ever, because dude's older than dirt, and he's tripping and falling and mumbling and stumbling and don't know anybody's name, don't know where he is half the time, can't can't get through a sentence without, you know, stumbling or, or stuttering or mispronouncing someone's name. Joan, Shengang, I'm going to pronounce it, Shanga Kawawa. I think I pronounced it correctly. By the way, that clip was like a year ago. This guy's just getting old. That was a year. He's just getting older. And he's got to go out now and, and, and campaign and debate and meet people and raise money and try to convince folks that he's the one that's going to be the next president of the United States for four more years. Getting even older, he's the guy that should be in charge. The guy who said the other day, ah, you know what, if Trump were running, I probably wouldn't be running. That's the guy that we're supposed to put in charge of our military and our nuclear um, and our nuclear uh, weapons and warheads. That's the guy we trust to send to talk to the tyrannical dictators who want to blow us to smithereens. That's the guy. It's an uphill battle for the Democrat Party, and they know it. But isn't it great that they have Taylor Swift on their side? And isn't it great that she just happens to be dating the one guy in the NFL who is very excited, like, like so excited, to go and get his updated COVID vaccine? This is like the most this is like the most socialist left-wing power couple you've ever seen in your entire life. And Taylor Swift has no problem getting political. As we said before, she urged all those, all those young fans to go vote and they did. As we said before, she uh she in uh, she posted an Instagram post in 2020 where she was making Biden Harris cookies. 
which I don't know. I, don't know I would never put any Biden, anything Biden hit that says Biden Harris, I would not put in my mouth. But apparently Taylor Swift thought um, it was a good idea. I imagine as we get closer and closer to the election, she will be making more and more appearances. She will be making more and more of a push to young girls to go and vote for Joe Biden. Why? Well, very simply, because young girls need to vote for Joe Biden because nobody else is. He's lost the Muslim American vote. He's losing the Latino American vote. He's probably lost pretty much all the African American vote. Kamala Harris has not helped him pander to the African American community. In fact, the opposite is true. Nobody likes Joe Biden and nobody really likes Kamala Harris either. You remember the other day we played you audio of that guy. The uh, He was from the uh, Black Lives Matter founder. He was a Black Lives Matter founder, and he was from Rhode Island, and he said he's voting for Donald Trump. Why? Because everybody else sucks. And Kamala Harris ain't helping. Well, you know, I like Trump, you know, um, personally. And I think right now who we have sitting in the Oval Office is just a deep disappointment. You know, I deeply um, have disdain for him, and, and, and I, I really dislike the vice president as well. Kamala Harris. It's a black man, by the way, who doesn't want to vote for Kamala Harris or Joe Biden. He'd rather vote for Donald Trump because he likes him. And that's what they've got to overcome. They've got to overcome a 70% a, a, a margin of Democrat voters who want somebody else on the top of the ticket. They've got to overcome a 37% approval rating, which means there's a 63%, let me check my math, yep, 63% disapproval rating. It's one of the lowest for any president at this point in their presidency. And again, Joe Biden's not doing anything to help himself. That's probably why Taylor Swift, who's dating Travis Kelsey, is the person of the year. She goes, yes, yeah, she makes a lot of money. True that. Yeah, she a billionaire. Also true. Yes, she's gone to countries around the globe and she's inspired and injected and infused money to all of their economies. Her fan base is so voracious and excited that they actually create earthquakes mini earthquakes when they go to see her in concert and they start dancing and prancing around seismic uh, energy and readings have popped up showing that taylor swift is not just a tour de force but is slowly breaking apart the tectonic plates under where she performs it is something to be to be noted by time magazine um that taylor swift is is a powerhouse in pretty ev pretty much every aspect of her life and that's exactly the kind of thing that democrats will need to help them win and man isn't it exciting and oh so convenient that her boyfriend just happens to be a football player who likes to get covid vaccines i'm telling you they couldn't have written this one better well i mean maybe i think Maybe they did. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. We have to take a quick break. Coming up in a minute, uh, we got more of your phone calls, too. Uh, don't go anywhere. It's whatever you want Wednesday, which means whatever you want to talk about, that's what we're going to talk about. 855-940-MARK. Quick break. We will be right back. Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today. Folks, we appreciate you being here. One more thing I should point out probably about Taylor Swift being the person of the year is she now joins uh, she now joins Joseph Stalin and Adolf Hitler. 
who've also appeared, who've also appeared on the line. So if the question is, what do Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin, and Taylor Swift have in common? They've all been Time Magazine's Person of the Year. I should point out, so have a bunch of presidents. In fact, pretty much every president of the last 20 or 30 maybe even 40 years, has been on the list. Ronald Reagan was Time's Person of the Year. Bill Clinton was Time's Person of the Year. Both Bushes, George W. and George H.W., who only served four years, have been Time's People of the Year. Barack Obama, Donald Trump even made the list as Time's Person of the Year. May make it again next year if he wins uh, If he wins his election and goes back and goes back to the White House. Um, but the other interesting thing is that when you look at this list of individuals, there's one name that is missing, and that is Hillary Clinton. Thank God. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. And speaking of lists, ladies and gentlemen, we are whittling it down, and we are trying to figure out who is the naughtiest person of 2023 times got their person of the year we've got the naughtiest person of the year and we have been doing i gotta be honest with you we have been doing uh gangbusters as far as counting the votes joe biden continues to maintain his his significant lead again probably the only time you can you'll ever hear anyone say uh that he can that he can um have a commanding lead on anything uh but people are people are not happy he has got he's he's known uh, he's not fit to be president. Dementia is a horrible disease. He knows it's not right, yet he continues to serve. He has deliberately and systematically ruined our United States of America. He's the most corrupt person in the history of the country, wrote Michael. Uh, John, as his reasoning for voting for Joe Biden, wrote simply, he sucks. You know, whatever, your, whatever your reason or whoever you believe is the naughtiest person of the year, go ahead and help us decide who to send the 23 pounds of coal to. Uh, the website address to vote is Naughty List 2023. Naughty List 2023. Vote for whoever the naughtiest person of 2023 is. You could win some fantastic prizes, courtesy of the Mark K Show. Quick break. Your phone calls next on Whatever You Want Wednesday. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. I like the Mark K Show so much, I found out Mark was a Canadian, and I still listen to the show. <laughs> I'm pretty, that is high praise. Thank you. So you found out I was a Canadian, still listens to this show. That is great. That is crazy wild. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. I'm not a Canadian anymore, though. I've already, I've already disbanded from that, uh, that particular cult, and I'm now full-fledged Americana. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. And listen, I've been gabbing way too much. It's time to get back to whatever you want Wednesday around this joint. So we're going to go to Sue in New York. Sue, how are you? Thank you for calling the Marque Show, and happy whatever you want Wednesday, Sue. Whatever is it uh, you want to talk about? Well, thank you, Mark. I just, I've been listening for a long time. Yeah. And I, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever take any blowback because of of the platform and your white-leaning attitude and, and things like that? Um, do, do you put up with it in public? And if so, can you tell us about it? And if not, can you tell us why not? Do I get any blowback? You mean for being a conservative uh, talk show host on radio, TV, yes. and the Internet? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get, well, I'm, I get constant blowback. In fact, it's really a unique thing to me because, you know, there are people in this world that I disagree with. There are people in this world that I just think are new, lunatics. There's people in this world who I think are dangerous. And I don't listen to them as much as the people who think I'm a lunatic and I'm dangerous. And the people who don't like what I say listen to me. It's really odd. There are people legitimately who listen, I think, that despise me and my thoughts and my politics and everything. I They despise my thought process. They despise my morality. Uh, but they listen constantly, and they are, they are very quick to point out every word that I say every single day that they take umbrage with. So it's a weird thing. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's something that the left does. I'm not sure if it's something that they, uh, I'm not sure if it's something that they, um, you know that they aspire to, or that they teach, or they think they're somehow getting back at me. But uh, you know, again, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I send out emails every single day, and every single day, people write back and tell me what an idiot I am. And I'm thinking to myself, why are you subscribed to my email <laughs> list if you don't like what you read? But there are some self-hating people out there. Uh, luckily, luckily, Sue, and I am lucky that I've been able to surround myself with a lot of really smart conservative folks, a lot of patriotic, liberty-loving, freedom-defending patriots, we call them, and I mostly run into and interact with those people, uh, and of course, they're just, well, they've got common sense, so it makes it a much more, much easier experience. Sue, do you ever get blowback for your beliefs? Is that why you're calling, or are you just curious? Are you kidding? I live in New York, you know, up here in the great white north. <laughs> I know, I know. You probably, you probably get harassed every single day. Hey, Sue, thanks so much for calling. We uh, we appreciate it. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Brandon in Tulsa, Oklahoma. What's up, Brandon? How you doing? I'm doing good today, Mark. How are you? Oh, so good. So good, Brandon. Thanks so much for asking. What's on your mind, sir? What do you want to say? No, I, I agree with you 100% about the whole Travis, Kelsey, Taylor Swift uh, thing you were just speaking about. Um, I, I never remember growing up really caring at all about a, a celebrity endorsement for anything, you know, and yeah. I've always been a conservative, but I think that kind of speaks uh, as a testament to a true conservative's moral compass, you know. Maybe, uh, maybe it's because conservatives don't usually have a lot of celebrities that endorse their side. But for the left to be so consumed with what somebody who's, you know, a celebrity or have that status cares about on an issue mm. and will we'll side with them because of that, it just, it just kind of tells me that that's just the difference between the two sides, that one will be swayed with the wind and the other one is steadfast in what they believe in regardless of how important somebody might be or how popular they might be due to one talent or another. That is, you know what? It's a great point you bring up, Brandon. The Democrats glom on to celebrities and people in pop culture for one reason and one reason alone. It's because their ideas of how to govern are so bad. And they're, you know, the agenda they want to put forward on this country, if if these folks really stopped and thought about what the Democrats are doing with their policies and how, how crazed they are and how power hungry they are and how they're looking to financially bankrupt you and your family so you can be dependent on them and the government forever, if they stopped and thought about that, they would never vote for Democrats. So Democrats hide their their ideals behind celebrity. And they and they and they grab these celebrities and they cater to them and they pander to them. And then the celebrities go out and say, you should vote for Joe Biden because I'm gonna. And that's all it takes, unfortunately, for a lot of uh, what Rush called low information voters who never sought out the information on their own. Conservatives, however, uh, are much more 
in tune with what's actually happening behind closed doors. That's why, because if you think about it, how many Republicans do you know of, and I'll cite myself in this group, how many Republicans do you know of that in the last couple of months have said, man, Republicans are stupid. Man, Republicans really tick me off. Man, I hate Republicans. I get you to follow Cat Turd on his podcast and also on his X feed, and at least once a day he says, I'm done with Republicans. I'll vote for Trump, but nobody else. That shows that conservatives in this country pay closer attention to politics because they realize their Republican representatives are voting and acting more like Democrats. Democrats never say, man, I hate Democrats. Man, the Democrats are so stupid. What are the Democrats thinking? Because they don't actually follow what their elected uh, officials are doing. They just follow the crowd. Also, except Bill Maher. Yeah, exactly, exactly right, except, uh, <laughs> except her. Hey, thanks so much for the call, though, Brandon. We really do appreciate it. And thank you so much for listening. 855-940-MARK is our number. Robert is in Jacksonville. Hey, Robert, how you doing? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I just I just wanted to say you know, I, I hear you and a lot of other people, especially Fox News. I, I'm a conservative Republican, so don't get don't take what I'm saying wrong. No, I won't. I wouldn't uh, at all. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, right. Uh, we we got to get rid of Biden. We all know that. But this concentration on Biden by the Republican commenter, commentators, the Fox News, Biden, Biden, Biden. It's not Biden. It's the Democrats in Congress, in the House and the Senate. And the cabal that's propping up Biden, uh, that we've got to change. It isn't going to happen in four years. We've got to get a Republican president in there. My concern is that Trump, especially if he's in, not indicted, but convicted in more than one of these cases that he's got, is not going to be able to pull in the independents and the moderates to support him. And don't think that Trump's base is enough to beat the Democrats. It isn't going to happen, brother. And if we lose another four years and we've got Biden propped up, and by the Biden's a, Biden's an idiot. You know, he, he he can't speak worth anything. No, yeah, we, we yeah we know that, yeah. Yeah, we, we all know that. We all know that. Yeah. It's the Democrats we've got to change. But it, we've got to get a Republican in office. Either DeSantis or Haley would be great choices. Haley can pull in the women vote. And the and the uh, the uh, moderates. Yeah, Robert. Let me ask you. Let me stop you there for one second. Let me ask you a question. Why? What makes you think Nikki Haley could pull in the women's vote, seeing as how she's second by about forty points in the current Republican primary polls? Well, so is DeSantis. Right. Well, he's third so in he's a lot of places. Wait, what what makes they're all second? What makes Everybody, you think? The, the, yeah, so what the, makes you think either of them could pull in any more votes if they were the Republican nominee? Because the Republicans will turn around and back them. If if Trump is not the nominee, the Republicans will back whoever the nominee is, especially the Trumpers, because they know they can't lose this election. Yeah. But if Trump is there, we're not only going to have a lot of people that won't vote for him, but we're going to have – if you think the riots in 2020 were bad – Wait until Trump is elected. I didn't think the riots in 2020 were bad. I thought the riots in 2020 were non-existent. Um, I, it was the riots in 2016. I was there for Inauguration Day. I saw the Starbucks window get shattered with a trash can. I saw the limousine ablaze because the Antifa folks were were trashing. I saw the human wall being built across the uh, across the Washington Mall. I was there. I witnessed all of it. 
Um, you know, it was fine. It worked out in the end. Uh, then there were the riots in Kenosha, Wisconsin, of course, and the George Floyd riots and all that kind of stuff. Look, you can riot all you want. The fact of the matter is there's one party in Washington, D.C., and then there's Donald Trump. And we've seen it with Mitch McConnell. We've seen it with we've seen it with, uh, you know, uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy, who's vacating himself now from the House of Representatives. We've seen it with a lot of these folks. In fact, Nikki Haley, unfortunately, and Ron DeSantis may not even be any better. Donald Trump mentioned this as well. I haven't edited this yet, so it's a little long. But they, he mentioned this yesterday on his town hall with Sean Hannity yesterday, too. Earlier, earlier today, Joe Biden, I'm sure he mumbled the words as usual. Yeah. He said... He said this, if Trump wasn't running, I'm not sure I'd be running, he said at a campaign event today. How do you how do you react to that? Well, I think somebody gave him a talking point. They thought that would sound good. You know, I just found out that Democrats are funding Nikki Haley's campaign. I hear that Democrats are contributing to Ron DeSanctis's or Ron DeSanctimonious to Ron DeSanctis's campaign. And then you hear the talking points. That's the only thing they're good at, cheating on elections and great talking points. They say, we want to run against Trump. They want to run. Well, we did really well in 2016, and we did so much better in 2020. The person they don't want to run against is us. It's us. It's not me. It's us. Because it's a movement, the likes of which this country, Sean, has never seen before. And that, you know, and that brings up a great point. If Democrats are backing Nikki Haley... If Democrats are backing Ron DeSantis, if Democrats are selecting the Republican nominee, if Democrats are saying this Republican is palatable, this Republican is acceptable, Republicans, you can have a Republican president as long as it's one that we approve of. If that's how you want to run the show, then Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis aren't the best candidates for a president because they're just going to do what their friends in Washington, D.C., including the Democrats, are going to tell them to do. There's one person that's against both parties, and that is Donald Trump. And you may not think that his base, you may not think that the voters can get behind him. You may think that the moderates and the abortion issues are going to keep him out of the White House, and you may be right. But that's why everybody who believes Donald Trump is the answer, everyone who thinks Donald Trump should return, everyone who thinks Joe Biden will destroy the United States of America needs to get out there and talk and fight and convince people. Every single day, every morning, we do the Mark K. Saves the Republic podcast. Except today we had something else going on. But every day we do the, uh, the Mark K. Saves the Republic podcast, usually. And one of the things I say is, look, you don't have to go out there and argue with people. Just share our podcast. Share this show. Share our Twitter feed. Share somebody else's. If you like Cat Turd or if you like, you know, uh, someone else, um, you know, Matt Gates's Firebrand podcast, share that. Make sure you're helping to get the word out because there's a lot of people that don't know just how bad it's going to be if they don't support Donald Trump. And these other candidates who are debating tonight in Alabama may not be any better than Joe Biden and the cabal. Uh, hey, Robert, we appreciate your call so much. Thanks so much for calling. We do appreciate it now. We look forward to talking to you soon. 855-940-MARK is our number. It is whatever you want Wednesday, and we continue with Terry in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hello, Terry. How are you? Hey, I'm good, Mark. First-time caller, long-time listener. Um, good, good. What would you, you want to call about today, Terry? Well, I'll start off with, hell yeah, it's Wednesday. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks. I wanted to get your perspective... Um, I watched the news last night. I see the 12,000 immigrants come over the Arizona border. I saw the arrogant little sticker on the other side. And I'm asking myself, when I hear the talking points of the Republicans and the Democrats talking about, you know, um, change in policy on the Republican side, 
we already have immigration laws and border laws in place. I've seen this battle and this uh, give and take for, you know, 58 years of my life. Mm. And why can't these governors in these border states enforce the laws that are already on the books? I'm just I'm bewildered by that. Well, um, Terry, I'll tell you, the federal border is a federal jurisdiction, and the and the individual states have no jurisdiction, nor do they have the the responsibility or the funding to um, secure the border of the United States of America. That's what the government is for. And Joe Biden is the sheriff. And if Joe Biden says go and enforce the law, Joe Biden says go and close. It's like Donald Trump said. The de the deciding factor in all of this is the commander in chief because the law and order branch of government is the executive branch, and the chief executive, aka the president, is the head of law en uh, enforcement in this country. If he says enforce the laws, they get enforced, and that's what Donald Trump said he'd do. We're closing the border, and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. And he has the right to do that. But on the flip side of that, if Joe Biden says do not enforce the border laws. Yes, the laws exist. We're just not going to enforce them. You have what we have here. It's illegal still to come across the country um, anywhere other than a valid point of entry. Yet hundreds of thousands of people are doing it. And instead of enforcing the law, Joe Biden's saying, eh, you know what you do instead? Here's what you guys do instead. Go and raid Mar-a-Lago. Go poke around in Melania's underoos. Go to PTA meetings and threaten parents who don't want their kids wearing masks and don't want their kids studying CRT. Go do that instead. Leave the border. The borders just, you know, just let those people in. Go and harass the Republicans. Track down every single person who was at January 6th, whether they were inside, outside, or upside down. Scour their social media. Grab their cell phones. Throw them in prison until they sing like canaries, even if they haven't committed any crimes. And then go after their family and their friends and their, get them fired from their jobs. Make it so that nobody ever crosses the Democrat Party again. Forget the border. Leave that open. We don't care about that. We want to go after Republicans because that's what the sheriff says to do. 855-940-MARK is our number. Great question. Great call. We've got more of your phone calls coming up in just a minute. we got a few minutes before K's Kids and the 12 Days of Christmas. So if you're wanting to get in, if you're itching to talk about something, anything, whatever it is, give us a call right now. 855-940-MARK is the number. 855-940-6275. Quick break. We will be right back. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. Uh, don't forget, if you would like your uh, Trump dictator day one swag, all you have to do is go to markkshop.com. I want to close the border, and I want to drill, that's drill, not a, that's, drill. That's not, no, no. that's not retribution. I got I'm going to be, I'm going to be, you know, he keeps... <laughs> we love this guy. He says, you're not going to be a dictator, are you? I said, no, no, no. Other than day one, we're closing the border and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. Yeah. After that, I'm not a dictator. But a dictator on day one, go to markkshoff.com right now. Pick up your swag. Uh, it is whatever you want Wednesday. We got Roy on the west side. Hi, Roy. How, how are you? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What's going on, sir? Oh, well, with regards to our previous caller who wondered why the state governors didn't get together and enforce the federal immigration laws. Yeah. I would remind everybody that back during Obama's reign, Arizona tried to do just that. King Obama sued, saying that only the federal government can enforce the immigration laws, and the court agreed. Yeah, well, it, happened so just, say, it, it happened last year, too. Was they, uh, they took shipping containers in Arizona, and they started stacking them up like a makeshift wall 
And the same thing happened. The federal government said they had to disband it. And Governor Doug Ducey went in and said, okay. And they took down the bar. In Texas, they put in the middle of the Rio Grande, Rio Grande, whatever you call it, uh, when they, they put these floating buoys, the big orange floating buoys, and in between was barbed wire. And that would keep illegals from floating across the river, crossing over. And they, they're making them take that down, too, because it's a federal border issue. And the federal government does not want the border to be defended. They do not want the border to be secured. And that's why Donald Trump on day one is going to... We're closing the border and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. Yeah, 855-940-MARK is our number. All right, coming up in just a minute, ladies and gentlemen, it is day five. Wait, is that right? One, two. Yeah. Day five of our 12 days of Christmas. We have in our green room right now another K's kid. We're going to get to hear their story. We're going to get to relive what they've been going through. And then we're going to get to surprise them with an incredible gift. I know what it is. It's going to be awesome. And it's coming up in just minutes. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to the Marque Show. We will be right back. Where entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. It is the Mark K Show. And my name is Mark K, which makes it easy because you didn't have to, we didn't have to change any of the decorations in here. What's up? This is the Mark K Show. 855-940-MARK is the number. Whatever you want Wednesday, all day today. Well, we're going to we're gonna pause for a minute. We're going to do something that I want to do. But a lot of other people want to do it too. And that is our K's Kids 12 Days of Christmas. We are on day five. And for those of you who are maybe new to the show or unfamiliar with the segment, basically what happens is we bring in a different kid every day for 12 days. Someone we've met through Dreams Come True. Someone who is... Uh, been suffering from a life-altering disease or medical treatment, often they're life-threatening, and they've been in and out of hospitals when they should be out playing ball. They've been sequestered at home, recovering when they should be at school with their friends, learning stuff. And it's just been not your typical, very very atypical and, and very scary uh, life for these young people and their parents and their families as well. And so we've been able to raise a lot of money, and that's thanks to you guys. We do a fundraiser every year, which just passed our Ho Ho Hold'em charity poker tournament. We have people every single day, by the way, and thank you for your generosity. I don't, I don't get a chance to pinpoint you uh, and, and um, single you out enough, but we have people that are all over the country. They're unable to come to our poker tournament or travel, but they go to kskids.com. K-A-Y-E-S-K-I-D-S dot com. And they make a generous donation of whatever amount they can afford. And that also helps us to continue doing this, not just at Christmas, not just in July. That's when we showcase it on the radio. But also we do it throughout the year. There's other opportunities where K's kids working with Dreams Come True Incorporated can help a lot of kids uh, have their dreams come true. And, and so we thank you for that. And right now, without further ado, we're going to bring in Riley, who is 13, and he, he has a lot of brothers, and we're going to uh, chit-chat with him. We're going to hear what he had something that we hear a lot of, and the surgery to remove it was 36 hours. That's over a day. And we're going to talk to him, hear his story, and then we're going to give him... I think a gift that's going to make him very happy. And it all happens right now. The 12 days of Christmas starts, well, right now on the Marque Show. The Marque Show presents the 12 days of Christmas brought to you by Case Kids. And we have the studio all decorated. We've got the lights lit on the tree. We've got the wreath glowing in the background. We've got the Christmas snow falling on our, on our faux window. And we have Riley in the studio. Hi, Riley. How you doing? Hi, come on in. Have a seat right here on this first red uh, on this first red cushion. Ah, there you go. 
And, uh, oh, and you, you can sit. Is, is that your dad? Yeah. Oh, how you doing, Dad? Pretty good in yourself, sir. Uh, doing great, thanks. What do you call your dad? That's a good name for him. Here, I'm going to put that a little closer to you right there. You guys can both you guys can both share that if you want. Riley, how old are you? 13. Third, you know, that happens 13. to me, too. That Did you just have a birthday? Yeah. When was your birthday? Uh, like last month. Last month? That's so... I had a birthday. Hang on, let me, I'm going to crack your microphone up a little bit so I can hear you. I had a birthday last month, and I still tell people I'm 48. <laughs> but really, I'm, I'm 49 now, so I know exactly how you feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, not really, old man. Uh, listen, thank you for coming here. I hear that you. Uh, I hear that you're a really cool kid, and I heard that you were practicing Fortnite dances in the green room. Is that right? Yeah. Do you like Fortnite? Yes. What's your favorite thing about Fortnite? Um, probably the emotes. The emotes. Those are fun. Do you like winning? Do you ever win? Yeah. Ask me how many times I've won Fortnite. How much? Time Zero have times have I won Fortnite. I mean, I've gotten, I think the highest I ever got, I think I was top 10, but only because I hid in a bush the whole time. <laughs> and then uh, then the storm almost got me. But you're probably, but you've won, how many times have you won? Uh, I don't know. Like hundreds. Too much. Too much. Uh, <laughs> All right, Ninja. That was, <laughs> we got, I didn't know we got a Fortnite uh, wizard over here. Now, you also like, uh, what else do you like? I heard you like country music. Yeah. What kind of country music do you like? Um, Zach Bryan. Yeah. Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen. Who doesn't like Morgan Wallen? Yeah. Yeah. You like any old school country? You like, like, uh, I don't know, Travis Tritt? You know him? Eh. Mm, yeah, yeah. I know the summer. Yeah, but you're not. Some old. Yeah. What about like country. Alabama? Real, real old school classic country. You know them? No. No, you don't know. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Dad's jaw just dropped. <laughs> Dad's like, I've failed as a father. How you doing that? Long ride home. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to put some Alabama on in the truck <laughs> on the way home. Well, listen, uh, did anyone tell you why you're here today? You must think it's weird that you uh, were brought to the Mark K Show radio studio today. Any idea why you're here? No. No? Nobody told you anything? I'm just here. You I just am. came along for the ride? Yeah. <laughs> you are a very trusting individual. I like I like it a lot. Are, uh, are you missing school for this? Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, no, listen, we work with dreams come true. You know dreams come true? Yes. They gave you a dream, didn't they? Yeah. What was your dream that they helped out with? To get a PC. To get a PC. Yeah, I heard you uh, You you have a lot of brothers. Yeah. How many do you have? Five. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of brothers. And so you wanted your own PC, a little space of your own where you could kind of uh, spread out and do your thing. Yeah. And dreams come true help you get that? Yes. And why is it that dreams got, uh, came true, uh, got involved in helping you? What happened to you? Can you tell us? Uh, I had cancer. I had a tumor in the back of my head. It was like a brain tumor. Yeah. And I heard you had a really long surgery, 36 hours. Is that true? I don't know. You don't know. You were like, I don't remember any of I it. I was unconscious. Yeah. Wow. Like thirty? Is that dad? I guess thirty-six hours. Is that how long it took? No, sir. Uh, I guess it was probably about eight or ten hours. Oh, was it? Okay, I see. But it was a pretty long surgery either way. Yes, sir. And how big was this tumor? Do you remember? The size of a baseball. Size of a baseball in the back of your head. Is it something you noticed, or were you getting headaches or something, or they just? I was just getting constant headaches. Constant headaches. So yeah. you went to the doctor and and they told you it was a brain tumor. No, they. Didn't no. find out. Oh, what, didn't what find happened out. that day? I don't remember. Okay, so he went to school about four months after the yeah. headaches were yeah. found out. They thought he had juvenile migraines, and uh, he had a seizure in school, getting ready for graduation from elementary school. Oh, man, so you went back to the hospital, and that's when you found out, sir. Yeah. 
All right. So how long ago was that? It was graduation from elementary school. So that wasn't too long ago, huh? No. Just a couple that years? Like one year ago. One year ago. One and a half. Wow. And how are you doing now? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. You feel okay? Tumor, is the tumor gone? Yeah, completely. Completely gone. It hasn't come back yet, but you probably have to go in for checks and things. Yeah. Wow. Every six months. Every six months. And everything, I heard you had to like, you had some trouble walking, but you were able to get that back and you're dancing and stuff again. Yeah. Wow, that is amazing. That is amazing. That's, that's crazy. Uh, listen, we know that that's a scary situation for you and your parents and all your brothers. How many brothers did you said? 22? <laughs> Five. Five brothers. Okay. So six, any girls in the family? No. Not a single daughter in the bunch? No. Mm, that must be fun. That must be a fun house, especially around the holidays. Well, listen, we're so glad that you came in here and we're so honored that you shared that story with us. And we're, and we're happy that you're doing okay. Yeah, you're feeling okay at like 100%. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love to hear that. Listen, there's something else, though, we wanted to, to talk with you about before you have to Do you want to go back to school? Or are you going to make a hurry to get back to school or no? No. You're probably you're fine. Yeah. I know you're going to have some Alabama music playing for you in the truck on the way home. But in the meantime, uh, before you go, there's something else we wanted to talk about. Because we work with Dreams Come True and have for years. We have our own charity called K's Kids. And we raise a lot of money throughout the year. And what we do is we go to Dreams Come True every Christmas and we say, hey, you know what we would like to do? We would like to work with some of your dreamers, some of the kids who've had brain tumors and other illnesses and surgeries and have been in and out of the hospital and have missed school. And we'd like to give them something really cool for Christmas because we love Christmas. Can you tell we love Christmas? Yeah. We got Christmas stuff all over here. It looks like yeah. Rudolph like threw up all over the <laughs> studio, right? Yeah. Um, so if you don't mind, and if you've got the time, We'd love to give you a Christmas present today. Is that cool? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, all right. I mean, so far, we've been doing this for 10 years. Nobody said no, so I guess we're on a good track record. <laughs> we got you something that uh, I think you're going to enjoy. And if I understand correctly, you don't, you're going to really, well, you you're, you need in your life. <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and open it and, and tell everyone what it is we were able to get for you. You're a good ripper. I like it. You're not one of those. You're not one of those. Let me pull back the tape really neatly. Whoa! Whoa! What is it? A new Xbox. A new Xbox. Do you have an Xbox? Uh, my my brother does right now. Your bro one of the seventeen brothers, has an Xbox <laughs> that you have to share. Is that right? Yeah. And when you're playing Fortnite and you're going to uh, do your emotes and your dances and things, you have to you have to wait your turn, right? To to play. To play. Yeah. yeah. Well, guess what? You don't have to wait your turn anymore. We got you your very own Xbox Five. You can put it in your room. Xbox Five. I know. That's like the best one. <laughs> that's the best. One. Look here. Isn't that, I think that's the best one, right? Isn't that the one that everyone wants? Here, look. And we also got you that. If you open up that, that goes along with it. That is, I don't want to give it away. <laughs> I'm really excited about it though. I'm a little, I'm very jazzed for your gift. If you open it up and pull that out, that is, you know what that is? <gasps> a $100 gift card. That's right. And you can go and you can buy some Fortnite stuff and you can buy some of those weird weapons that they use and some of the funky <laughs> uniforms and all that other stuff. Yeah. You can download other games if you want, um, but it's 100 bucks to spend at the uh, Microsoft Store on your Xbox stuff. And that's from us. Well, look, a lot of people are praying for you and thinking about you. And we just wanted to say Merry Christmas, Riley. 
Thank you. You are so welcome. Quick break, folks. More Mark K Show coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Okay, man, you know what? Nothing puts me in a happy mood like the 12 days of We may have to extend it. We may have to extend the 12 days of Christmas because uh, every day, you know, more, more and more, whenever I come in here, I need to be put in a good mood. And that just says, Riley was great. Oh, my God, his dad was super cool. I'm excited to uh, hear that they're going to be they're going to be extending his uh, knowledge of country music. And he got an Xbox, which was fantastic. So thank you all. Thanks to everybody who's made a donation at CaseKids.com. Thanks to everybody who comes out to our poker tournament and our events and helps us do these kinds of fantastic things. 855-940-MARK is our number. And just like that, we are back to whatever you want Wednesday, and Kelly is in Middleburg. Hello, Kelly. How are you? Great. How are you? Oh, doing very well, Kelly. Thanks for calling the Marquee Show. It's whatever you want Wednesday, Kelly. So whatever did you want to talk about? Well, actually, I had three uh, short points, um, but I just want to thank you for being on the radio and telling it the way it is, because without y'all, nobody would know. Well, thank you. We That's okay. what we're here for. Yeah, we appreciate that very much. What else? Uh, what else was on your mind today? Um, I just want to make reference to what that gentleman said, that um, all women are going to vote for women. Uh, if that was the case, Hillary would have been president in 2016 and not true. Trump. That is 100% accurate. Women don't just vote for women. In fact, a lot of women are turned off by the women who run for office. And just because Nikki Haley's a woman, it doesn't mean she's going to carry the female vote. And, and you know what? For that matter, just because Taylor Swift says vote for Joe Biden, I don't think there's a lot of Swifties out there who are going to just blindly do that. And I think assuming that just because they like her music and they go to her concerts and they, you know, they think that she's uh, got a hot boyfriend and all this other stuff, just because of that, I don't think they're going to vote politically the way she tells them to vote. Because a lot of them, you know, she started in country music as well. And they have uh, Christian moral backgrounds and upbringings that may that may make them vote for somebody like Donald Trump. What was your third thing? Well, actually, my second thing was um, oh, sorry. I wanted to just let uh, uh, Mr. DeSantis know that this is not his time. Maybe in four, eight years, that will be his time. Yeah. He's a good governor. He needs to stay where he's at and stop sticking his nose where he's not wanted. Yeah, well, look, because I mean, he, he, he has the kahuna to do what needs to be done. Yeah. He doesn't listen to this show, so I, he didn't get the message. But if we do ever talk to him, we will we will pass that along for sure. And, you know, he's debating again tonight. And a lot of people think after this debate, this could be do or, do or die for some candidates. I don't believe that because I don't think anyone's going to really watch this debate. In fact, I was on Jacksonville's Morning News with Rich Jones and April Davis earlier today. And they asked me the same question. I said, look, the only way anybody's going to see what the candidates say in this debate is if they say something that goes viral. Because I can't imagine a lot of people are going to sit down at 8 or 9 or one of the, I don't even know when it is. Uh, tonight and watch News Nation with Megyn Kelly to see these four people continue to debate to see who's going to be second place. Uh, was that Well, it? I can tell you I won't. Yeah, no, I don't. And my third um, thing yeah. was um, he's had four years to screw up the whole United States of America. Mm. Most Americans that are hard workers like me, I clean houses for a living, yeah. don't care about anything but what hits them in their pocket, which is gas prices, how much it costs to eat. I just went to Home Depot today and spent $300 on two bales of, of uh, insulation. 
And it used to be less than $100 for what I just spent 300 on. Yeah. So I think the main thing with this coming up is Trump had four years. Biden screwed all that crap up. I think the American public are sick and tired of Biden and his obama this. And they want America to be great again. I think you're, Kelly, I agree 100% with pretty much everything. Uh, you said, I had no idea insulation prices were that high, though, but I'm just going to take your word for it. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Chris is in California. Hello, Chris. How are you? Hey, Mark. How you doing? Oh, doing great. Chris, what's in your mind, sir? What do you want to say? Hey, brother. Uh, you talked about it briefly the other day, but one of the biggest problems I have with uh, there's a couple problems I have with uh, training these foreign invaders, these criminals that are coming across the border into our military, is that basically the United States is spending taxpayers' money to train these people to take over our own country. When they come back, we're training these soldiers to come back and be trained soldiers to take over our own country. You know, yeah, you know, I mean, there does there is something to be said about loyalty to country when you uh, en enlist in the military. If you're if you're you know dangling a carrot in front of people's faces and saying, "Hey, we know you didn't come here. We know you're not from here. We know you don't respect our country because you came here illegally." But we'd like you to fight for our country, and if you do, after a certain number of years enlisted, we will uh, we will give you citizenship. Then you're not really training soldiers who are going to fight and give their lives for the United States of America. You're fighting and training soldiers who want to get citizenship to this country um, because they're escaping some other place. You're right about that 100%. 855-940-MARK uh, is our number. Let's, we have to, there's another um, thing that was going on with AOC, speaking of women, and I, I, want, I wanted to get these clips out real quick. We haven't had a time to do it yet. Uh, maybe I'll squeeze it in here in just a minute. And whatever else you wanted to say today, we're going to let you say it because it is Whatever You Want Wednesday, and it continues next on The Mark K Show. Where entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Hey, thanks so much for joining us, folks. We're so excited. So excited that you decided to. And we love it because it's whatever you want Wednesday. And on whatever you want Wednesday, you get to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. A couple things I need to mention, though. First off, the untold story of Christmas is really, uh, you know, I'm very proud of this. We haven't read it yet because we usually read it closer to Christmas time. But we printed up a bunch of copies and words getting out. We were featured on Matt Gates' Firebrand podcast the other day. Because, uh, well, because, you know, he asked us to come on and talk about the book and we got into a really nice conversation. And Laura Trump has invited me on her podcast. I believe we're going to do it tonight. Uh, the Right uh, the right View. And uh, we haven't had her on the show in a while, but we'll definitely get her back on. So um, we sent her a copy. There's a copy of this in the Trump household. There's a copy of this in the Gates household. There should be a copy of it in your household as well. It's a great new retelling of the Christmas story. And it's one that we've told on the radio repeatedly and people really enjoyed. Um, it's called The Untold Story of Christmas. And you can get your copy right now at theuntoldstoryofchristmas.com. Let's go to Ron in Oklahoma. Ron. How you doing, sir? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Ron, what is on your mind? What is it you wanted to talk about this Whatever You Want Wednesday? 
Well, I tell you what, thanks for taking the call, Mark. Sure, absolutely. But, uh, something that's near and dear to my heart, and I was listening to uh, you most of the morning, and several times you mentioned town halls and meetings and mm. things of this nature. Yeah. And so I was thinking about the veterans, which is near and dear to my heart. Yeah. And I encourage them. This election that's coming up, is a, it's a game-breaker. We've we've got to do something to take our country back. Yeah, I mean the veterans have already sacrificed all that they could to keep us free, and now for us to squander that cost is foolish. And what I'm saying is, make these town hall meetings, take an opportunity to meet your senators and your congressmen, and given the chance, well, take the chance, challenge him, eye to eye, face to face. What is the last thing that you did for our veterans? Have you ever introduced any bills? Have you ever tried to to make sure that they're getting the care and the services that they need? Because I'm telling you from experience, the VA is filled with bureaucrats who don't have a dime invested anywhere, and they probably do not have any skin in the game either. We don't need 87,000 IRS people. We need more people dedicated to helping the veterans who are currently having a lot of trouble getting the services and the equipment they need to survive on a daily basis. Yeah. And I'm through. I'm through. I've got, I feel like that I've, I've got to do something. I've got to say something. I don't have a bully pulpit. Uh, I'm going to do, I'm going to practice what I preach. And they need to get out there and really confront these people and see if they can you know, improve the services that the veterans are getting. Because right now, Mark, it's yeah. almost as if they're waiting for us to die. Well, I mean, look, they've got a lot of illegal immigrants that they've got to put up first. You know, there's medical attention for illegals that have to – that's their – the priority is illegal immigrants get everything they want. They get uh, put on buses and driven around the country. They get free iPhones, free medical, free health. They get to stay in the swankiest New York hotels. Uh, then whatever money's left over after that, they're going to send to Ukraine. And then – I mean, the veterans that fought and died for this – or fought and uh, were injured and came back uh, for this country, their needs are low on the list of priorities for the Democrats. So We need to change that. Well, you change that by changing the party in power 100 um, percent. I know Donald Trump was always a huge proponent of veterans rights and uh, and the VA and trying to fix uh, what's broken with it and making sure that the men and women who went and fought and came back and now need our assistance. I mean, if you think about if you think about veteran and we met a bunch of veterans, fantastic people at the Salute America event that we hosted with Brian Kilmeade just a couple a uh, couple weeks back um, here in Jacksonville. And it's you know, when you think about the sacrifice that to, to leave your family, to leave everything behind, the stresses of of going off and not knowing if you're going to come back. And yeah, there's not a lot of wars like there were before with mass casualty situations, but hey, Joe Biden's in office and you never know what's going to happen when you sign up. Uh, you know, there's men and women that were in Afghanistan that didn't think they were going to uh, come home in flag-draped coffins, but they did. Uh, their families definitely didn't think the commander-in-chief would be checking his watch as their beloved family members were rolled by, but that happened too. So there's a lot of stress on everybody when it comes to veterans. And when they come back from serving this country, yeah, you don't think you think maybe the country would want to relieve that stress. But the country does not, or at least the Democrats in charge do not. Um, And that's something that you should take into account. Uh, And if you're a veteran, absolutely go to these town meetings. Make your if you're anybody. 
if you're anybody and you have a concern and you believe that this uh, this election is important and you believe that Donald Trump coming home and close or coming back and closing the border and drilling will help us. We're closing the border and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. If you believe that the dictator on day one will be a benefit and will be a boon to this country and put us back on track, then by all means, uh, go out there and don't just vote, but encourage others to do so as well. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. This is Carol in Oklahoma. Hey, Carol, how are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm Thank doing you very well. Oh, you're very, thanks for calling. What's on your mind? What do you want to say? Well, uh, we've had almost four years of all the swing states and the red states to get their uh, voter rolls cleaned up. Mm-hmm. And I just hope they have. Mm, well, I mean, <laughs> you can you can hope all you want, but listen, the the one of the biggest problems with the with the red states or the GOP in general, the Republican National Committee, is that the leadership of the Republican National Committee is the same. It's the same leadership that lost the last election and didn't lose win the other election and lost that election as well. In fact, the last election that I think the RNC had any hand in helping win was Donald Trump's election in 2016. Um, I don't know what's going on with the voter rolls. I'll be honest with you. I'd like to think that in states across the country, they're they're doing their darn. I know that some states have taken um, steps to secure election integrity. Other steps have taken. Other states have taken steps to decrease election integrity. So it's anyone's ball game at this point, and it's going to take everybody voting as often as they'll let you um, to make sure that we see real change in this country. Thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. Eight five five nine four zero Mark William. In Jacksonville, Florida. What's up, William? How are you, sir? Fine. How you doing? I love your show, by the way. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, w- William, what's on your mind this whatever you want Wednesday? Okay. Uh, just recently, the government has said that they are very concerned about all of the acres of land that are being purchased by China. Yeah. And they're trying to figure out how to find out what they're doing on it. And I have a solution, and that is send drones, spy drones, over all of the acres that they've purchased. If there's any building, have National Guard and county inspectors go into the buildings to make sure we don't have another Chinese gain-of-function lab like we did in Fresno, California. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the governor of Arkansas, is forcing Chinese companies to divest their ownership in a lot of these uh, in a lot of these um, large acreage land grabs that the Chinese are are are, are doing in this country. Um, you know what? The easier way to go in would just be call the FBI and tell them that Donald Trump has taken top secret documents and hidden them on these Chinese <laughs> parcels of land and the FBI will just burst down the they'll just go search and no matter what they won't even need a warrant they're just going to roll right in hey thanks so much for the call we appreciate it 855-940-MARK Charlie is in Dayton Ohio what's up Charlie how are you I'm doing pretty well Mark how about still very good it's whatever you want Wednesday it's one of my favorite days of the week whatever is on your mind today Charlie well that guy who was talking about the veterans uh, made me think about the fact that the reason the main reason we can't uh, keep up our military strength is because nobody wants to go in under Biden. Yeah, uh, that's true. We had the same problem back when Obama was president. Yeah. When Trump was president, we had no problem meeting recruiting uh, quotas. Uh-huh. And yeah. it's even gotten to the point where 
the 19,000 that they uh, booted out because they wouldn't take the vaccine have now gotten letters telling them how they can get their discharges readjusted yeah. and they can re-enlist. Yeah. Right, because Joe Biden is, I mean, and again, when we talk about Joe Biden, we talk about his administration and the people that are telling him what to do and say, but they're, they've never respected the military the way Donald Trump and other leaders have. Donald Trump, not only did he respect the men and women of our fighting forces, not only did he do everything to protect them, not only did he keep peace. I mean, the, the best way, the best way you can protect those men and women who sign up and, and volunteer to put their lives on the line to go serve in our military, the best way you can protect them is to elect a strong leader. If you're like, we don't want Americans going overseas and getting killed for some other country, great. Don't put Joe Biden in the White House. Put someone in the White House who will avoid getting into wars in the first place. Put somebody who other leaders fear in the, in the uh, White House in the first place. That's why Donald Trump was so respected. That's why people were signing up. You're right. There were no new wars under Donald Trump. People enlisted. They didn't think anything of it. Then, of course, yes, the mandatory vaccine a lot of them were discharged dishonorably. They were told to leave. They lost their back pay. They're now having to sue the government. And, oh, look at this. The government realizes, hey, we probably need those soldiers to protect and stuff. We should probably invite them back. Let's reverse our vax mandate and let's invite them back. Uh, let's invite them to go through and, and undo their discharges so that we will have not a weakened fighting force, but a still strong and secure fighting force. I mean, Donald Trump invented it. He, for the first time in like decades, brought forth on this country a brand new branch of the military. Space Force. He saw what the military needed. He saw what was going to happen. He got ridiculed. He was laughed at. They made a comedy, and I use the term very loosely, starring Steve Carell out of what Donald Trump did to protect Americans. It was called Space Force. And now... I read this morning an article about Israel, and Israel is shooting down Hamas rockets. But do you know where they're shooting them down from? They're not shooting them down from Tel Aviv or Jerusalem. They're not shooting them down from the Gaza Strip. They're shooting them down from space. There is literally a space war going on above Gaza right now. And Israel has rockets that are that are going up into the atmosphere outside of our outside of Earth's atmosphere and shooting down rockets. The Space Force is a real thing. And had Donald Trump not created it, Joe Biden never would have. And we would be even farther behind the rest of the world, farther behind China, whose naval uh, naval uh, forces are surpassing us, not to mention their infantry farther behind you know, North Korea, who's I mean, the. The only thing we have going for us is that the declining population seems to be a problem in every other country because China is trying to urge women to have more babies. Kim Jong-un apparently the other day was crying because women aren't having enough babies and they need to, they need to bring up their populations as well. But here in the United States of America, uh, we are, our, our population is a, an issue, but the reason nobody's signing up to fight and protect this country is because they don't trust the commander-in-chief. And I don't blame him. 855-940-MARK. Listen, we got to take one more quick break. Uh, we'll wrap up whatever you want Wednesday here in just a minute. I can't believe how fast it went and how amazing it was. If you've got something you want to talk about, if you've got something on your mind, a call you'd like to get in before we have to wrap it up for today, now's your chance. 855-940-6275. 855-940-MARK is the number. Quick break. More Mark K Show on the way. <laughs> This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. Stan's in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he's been waiting very patiently to chat with us this week. Yes, yeah, Stan, how's it going, man? 
I'm doing excellent. Thank you. Uh, a couple of quick points here, hopefully. Okay. Uh, first of all, congratulations to Hannah on her new mommy name. I'll, I'll pass it along. I know she's not listening, but I'll let her know for sure. Hello? Oh, no. Do we lose Stan? So uh, uh, you, you hide your accent very well. Congratulations on that. Oh, I guess. Okay, good. Uh, I guess maybe he lost us. Yeah. Refugee from the Connect Republic. Um, also, uh, the... Uh, uh, the gentleman who's talking about the VA, I am a disabled veteran, and while the upper echelons don't have much of a clue, the lower echelons, the doctors, for the most part, are very invested in taking care of their patients yeah. and do their best to take care of them as well as they can, and I appreciate their service. Yeah, I think it's a, um, it's, it's a complaint about the government aspect and how it's all executed, I think. I, we agree that there are people out there on the ground who care very much for our veterans, but uh, some of the bells and or some of the hoops they have to jump through are just unnecessary and a little offensive. Absolutely, I agree. Um, and final point that... Um, I, my understanding is is that I seem to recall that for legally transitioning aliens, there is a path through the military to citizenship, which is fantastic, and I support it enormously. But illegal aliens should have no chance to represent our military around the world today. I mean, Dick Durbin thinks that's exactly what you He's like, look, you got millions of illegals. They're here already. We're not going to get rid of them. Let's give them guns and they can go fight for this country. And if they prove themselves to be worthy, they can become uh, So I have a question. What if they prove themselves not to be worthy? What if they're dishonorably discharged? Or what, if, you know, what if they go AWOL? What happens then? Uh, you, gotta, you know, there's always you got to have you got to have a um, you got to have a plan for every single uh, outcome. Eight, five, five, nine, four. Mark is our number. Fred is in St. Augustine, Florida. Hello, Fred. How are you? Hey, Mark, I'm fine. Um, got a couple of points for you. Uh, number one, quick. Uh, um, last Tuesday, I think you were talking about all the abortions in this country and the way we could uh, uh, not have abortions would get bigger population. Uh, well, that's a cockamamie idea. Why don't we just let all the stupid illegal aliens in if that was our goal? Well, that's, that's not a, I wasn't saying, hold on. Well, first of all, Fred, you're misquoting me. So let me, let me fix that first. Okay. Uh, I didn't say oh, that, boy. I didn't say it would increase our population. I would I said that by outlawing abortion in states, you had population growth, 38,000 births happened that would not have happened had uh, Roe v. Wade not be overturned. So what we were debating was whether or not outlawing abortion, because people would say out if you outlaw abortions, people are still going to get abortions. They're just going to do it illegally or go elsewhere. And that's right. not the case. Without without a, a an easy um, uh, abortive outlet, people oftentimes, at least these 32,000 people, decide to have the child instead. What was your other point? Okay, well, the other point was, I'm a lifelong Republican, a retired military. Um, I think the Republican Party really needs to look at its uh, total view on abortion. Most of the folks like, uh, approve of abortion under some circumstances. So we shouldn't be aiming at uh, trying to prevent it from everybody, set limits so that some people can get it who really want it. I like the original uh, decision of Roe versus Wade, second trimesters. First trimester, you're okay. Second trimester, uh, got to have a doctor's advice. And third trimester, forget about it unless there's a life of the woman. It's uh, in danger. Yeah, I mean, I well, we're too rigid on it. Well, Fred, I mean, it hurt us. Uh, okay, Wait, Fred, I I don't know if you 
I don't know if you should keep saying us when you when you when you're saying I'm a big I'm a lifelong Republican. Oh, and I'm also a big proponent of Roe v. Wade. So I think this issue is going to hurt us. I would like you to not include yourself in us because I don't feel like I feel like you're straying more from the mainstream. The problem with abortion under Roe v. Wade is that it turned into birth control. And the only way the Democrats have been able to try to figure something out or the only way the Democrats have been able to take back the issue is by changing it to, uh, you know, reproductive care, which is what which is what AOC was arguing in the House of Representatives yesterday, which sadly, by the way, I can't get to because. Well, we ran out of time, but that's okay, because this is whatever you want Wednesday. And evidently, you didn't want to talk about AOC today, even though I did. Tomorrow, though, guess what we're going to be talking about? 855-940-MARK. Thanks to everyone who called in today. Thanks to everyone who joined us. We appreciate all your comments. We appreciate all your open mic messages. We will be back tomorrow with the Thursday edition of The Mark K Show, noon Eastern. 11 Central, day six of our 12 days of Christmas. We're halfway home. I can't believe it. It all happens tomorrow. Please join us, won't you? Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.